Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Counterculture Catch-Up, where we recap our weekly discussion. My name is Joel, and to my left is our illuminating pastor, Pastor Jamie. Together, our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. Mr. Illumination, <laughs> how's it going? Gonna need you tonight. Yes. A lot of things needing illumination. Yeah, things are good. Things are good. Good. Um, before we get started, don't forget to like us on YouTube and uh, all that Church and NJ. freedom and subscribe to Freedom Church NJ and you get to see the podcast. You can see the Sunday services and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, really great stuff. Um, and, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. If you want to leave a comment, we'd love to hear what you have to say. If, uh, if there's a topic or something that you'd like to to go over um we'd be happy to hear mm -hmm. about it or uh critique anything yeah yeah absolutely. leave a comment we're just happy to hear from people so mm -hmm. and uh share it you know share it if it if you think it'd be useful for someone share it mm -hmm. that'd be great so yeah thank you and uh we got we got sponsors we got sponsors we got a sponsor oh, we, we got a sponsor um we got born again baking uh yes. yeah if you're in ever interested in getting some awesome baked goods yeah anything if you need it you got easter coming up right yep that's right around the corner so we'd encourage you to check out born again baking boardingbakingcom mm -hmm. uh lucinda lynch yep um and if you use the code cc10 uh, at checkout you get 10 percent off whatever you get mm -hmm. so again yeah, it's born again baking. Some yeah too. some really good cookies everything's good yeah everything top top, top notch yeah fantastic so um homemade <clears throat> local yeah freshly sourced you know? i'd also like to encourage you to uh to support uh, uh women's resource center today's choice and uh they're in newton uh it's coming up this this next sunday at church we're going to be doing another uh, it'll be like the second missions sunday mm -hmm. and uh we'll be talking about the local mission stuff that right. we we're doing around here and and that's uh, definitely a worthwhile thing to support. They're they're there helping helping women who either have unplanned pregnancies or are looking for for abortions, and they're counseling them and trying to encourage them to keep their babies. And uh, they do such a great work. So, um, you know, with the goal to end abortion, right? Now. <laughs> you know yeah. exactly. So. Uh, so we'd encourage you to to support them. So you go to friends of today's choice So we are on to our last Yes, we made our it. Our last episode of Francis Schaefer's How Shall We How Shall we, Then How Then How, how Then Shall We We didn't get it. We've fully done this. <laughs> After 10 <laughs> For 10 So illuminating now, are you? weeks. But just wait um, till next week when we start it over again. Yeah. That's a great idea. No, um, but uh, but we've yeah, exhausted so. the limits of our shallow minds. <laughs> but there, are, it's it is such good material, uh, but it really causes you to to think about things to a, in a, a lot deeper way than than maybe you're accustomed to to thinking about society or or how how 
the Christian consensus has an effect on society. Right. So, and there's a, and, and it's a smart, it's a smart presentation. So yeah. it, <clears throat> for, I know for me, it's, it, it definitely challenges my vocabulary yeah. and my, and my thinking. So, but, uh, but it's great to use those critical thinking skills right. and, and work through this. That's something I, I love about that, <coughs> about it. You know, it's pretty easy to be like, oh, I just don't understand it, you know, or whatever. But it's like, you can understand it. Yeah. Like, this is not like rocket science or anything. It's, I know it seems hard to understand, but like, we should be able to push ourselves to get to a more, not even just vocabulary, but a better understanding of the things going on in the world. Sure. And this is one great way to do that. And also, it's, you know, 50 years old, but it really is like prophetic to what we're seeing. <laughs> it is today. so right on the nose, yeah. man. It's it's amazing how how much of a a student of history Francis Schaeffer yeah. was, um, and being able to use his understanding of of his, history and biblical truths, and to be able to present what he presented tonight and last week as well, which was uh, which we'll be getting out. And, uh, at a later time, yeah. another podcast, but uh, yeah, just to be able to take those things and and really show <clears throat> the natural effect of things, mm -hmm. like this is how it has to be, if uh, if these if the Christian consensus is removed from society, it's just fascinating to watch and to to go through. It's funny because we're talking about like challenging ourselves to think. You know, critical thinking and, and challenging ourselves and and like we we talked in the past about reading books that might be a little yeah. <clears throat> a little hard for us. Cimmerillion but, shout out. <clears throat> but there you go. But the there those are those are good things for us to do because that, that helps to to just get our mind thinking in different ways. Yeah. You know. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you don't want to get lost super in, dry. in a, you don't want to get lost in an echo chamber. You know, where sure. you're just with your own thoughts and being like, well, this is what I believe. You, know, yeah. you want to break out of that. And and the pa the way that you think. We can get right. stuck in that kind of right. way of thinking. But um, but it's interesting because I was listening to Ben Shapiro today and he was talking about how the first time in is it, I, I maybe recorded history that the IQ has actually declined mm. in our culture. Interesting. In, uh, in the U.S. So it was getting better. It was consistently getting three to five points better throughout mm -hmm. since, I think, um, like the 1930s. Okay. You know, they've been following it and yeah, watching yeah. it grow. And, uh, and so now starting to see a decline. Mm -hmm. And he was going through the different things that, that could be causing the decline. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's really that we're just not learning. You know, right. we're not challenging ourselves. We're, we're, we're stuck. We're watching stuff. TikTok. We're, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> he said uh, weird. <clears throat> that would indicate himself. That's right. I've heard somebody talk about scripture that way. Uh, what was it? Yeah, never mind. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it's like spending time on Facebook, spending time on. <laughs> oh, I turned it off. Oh, no. oh. Now, now is it not going to make any sense? <clears throat> no, you haven't heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's just interesting, you know, to to see that there is decline in that. This kind of stuff really helps to to bolster good good thinking. Yeah, absolutely. So, so and and it's such worthwhile material. Yeah, you know, and uh, but yeah, you'll see how prophetic it is. It's yeah. right on. Like you can't even believe it. So the final choice is, I think it kind of takes what we learned from the past ten uh, episodes and kind of distills it down into what are the main points. And I think 
like there's definitely been consistent themes all the way throughout of um, not just about what has happened in the world, but also what works and what doesn't work in society. And um, so the first thing is author authoritarianism, the only humanistic social option. And you see that social option. I got that. And you see that in um, all of the societies that we discussed, how when whenever the <clears throat> get ready, you just took a drink. Whenever the biblical principles... I thought you had to take a drink when you said it. Oh, is that true? Can you say it? <laughs> <laughs> but, I can, but wait, I'll say it. Okay. I'm sure I will. Yeah. But when those uh, biblical principles are, uh, are consistently applied, you see society thriving. And whenever they don't get applied, then society crumbles. And it becomes not just well, two things. Either chaotic, which we saw in the past couple of years, uh, just recently with COVID, the COVID craziness and all of that, <clears throat> that stuff, it turned into complete chaos. And then the Black Lives Matter and all of that, like that is life without the biblical principles. Um, but then it's either that or authoritarianism, which means something else steps in and dictates and controls how everybody else is going to think and um, learn what they're going to learn, right? And all that stuff. Um, so it's really one of two options. Chaos, Christ or chaos, which I believe he sure. said, and I've uh, heard that many times. And that's really what it is. You know, uh, one of the things, maybe we'll get into it more later, but that I brought up uh, afterwards is uh, we don't want to be another authoritarian di dictatorship and say you have to obey Christ, because then are we really being better than another society that would, would say similar things? Take like a Muslim country, which says you have to obey uh, the Quran you know, um, or die kind of like, we don't want to be there, right. but we as Christians, we know, and we have seen in this study, we have seen that that is the best option. The only thriving yeah. option Lasting. for humanity as a whole. And so in to enforce that is, um, as long as we don't do it in an authoritarian sense and say you have to do this or else you know we're going to kill you kind of a thing but with the humility that comes with um being a follower of christ gently uh, in love sharing these biblical principles and these truths i'll take a sip of water in a second then we will see society begin to get back to uh, truth objective reality get away from all this um subjective uh arbitrary exactly um, postmodernism yeah. right um so i thought that that definitely is something that came throughout from full circle yeah oh absolutely going from the sure. beginning of the christian age in the roman over the rome the christian church in the roman age and the greek age and all that going through the middle ages and then into our day today yeah and you see the you see the growth of the the christian worldview throughout all of those cultures yeah. and how that structure that that underlying foundation had everything to do with getting us to the point where we are now in the greatest country in the world the yep. freest country in the world um and uh, that has ever been really right and so and it's because of the christian worldview it's because of yep. the christian principles it's because of the, the foundation of the the scripture and but we were we got into the conversation of like, you know, theonomy and, and those kind of things. Right. And then I was thinking about just as you were speaking there, I was thinking 
about some of the things we talked about with the with the founding fathers mm -hmm. and how like they they laid out the constitution and and uh, when we were talking afterwards after we watched the video yeah. i i didn't represent the the founding fathers well i think because they <clears throat> i i said at the time i said that they they didn't press the that this is God's law kind of thing. Yeah. But these are good laws, which is not accurate, actually, right. because they consistently presented it as a religious. This is God's right. Right. law, but they made it so that it was this is God's law. This is why we're establishing these things. And now this is a free country. Right. You right. follow these things if you choose. Right but you'll not follow them to your own detriment right. in a sense, not that you'll be, I mean, a lot of laws, of course, if you, you break them, of course, you're going to be, you lose your freedom. But, but, uh, but that's just a, it's an interesting thing because mm -hmm. they weren't trying to infringe on people's freedoms. Right, right. They were trying to allow freedom a structure yeah. established on God's, God's word and his, principles okay. how about the other person drinks <laughs> i'll drink oh that's fine <clears throat> let's do that so you, I don't, we don't have to stop the conversation okay yeah good idea um so and i need a drink and so um but they they understood there had to be a structure or else yeah and and a structure that was very limited and it was mm -hmm. and it had to be founded on that on those principles or else there would be an authoritarian yeah. and tyrannical rule. It's it, they knew this yep. stuff that he was totally. saying. They knew it so well because they saw it, and they left because of it. Right. You know, they right. they fought right. against the tyranny yeah. and said, "No, no, no. We're if you're not representing us, we're not giving you anything. Right. You know, we're going to break away from from yeah. this. We're not taking that anymore." And so. It's so interesting, and I think that I think really that the the founding fathers did their best to set up that thea theonomic yep. mm -hmm. uh, structure. Theocratic, I think, would be would be theocratic. I think so. Is it theonomy and theocracy? Oh man! I think theocracy would be theocratic. Oh, so what are you going to say? Theonomic. <laughs> theonomic, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We got to make up words. Passion. Yeah. Just look it up. Um, but <laughs> no, you haven't heard about me. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> but, but I, I, as you know, as I was thinking, as I'm thinking through it now, I'm like, I think they, it, I think they nailed yeah. it as best that as, yeah, as I can, as I can see. Yeah. Well, what they know? did is they put the power not in the hands of a person, yeah. but in the, the constitution and scripture because once you put that power into the hands of a person all you're going to have is that person taking complete yeah. control over and so you know half of the constitution is about the checks and balances i'm, I'm you know yeah control but, yeah sure and saying we don't want one person or even one branch of government to have an authority over the rest of them because otherwise you will get an authoritarian system which is not the best for human flourishing because it will then change yep. once the next next person gets into power, you right. know. And I mean, what else?
could possibly weather the storm of the political world view that is in our world right now when it's like oh they're gonna get the house you know they're gonna get the senate and that's gonna make a huge change in the laws and what in our freedoms right when really and, and it is obviously important who is in the control of the house the senate and the judiciary branches and yet we still have our freedoms like this much and yeah there are certain things where it's like okay they are being infringed yeah, upon sure. we, but we fight back about those but we're still up here comparatively to other countries that do not have freedom and yeah. i think it's so important that we recognize that as long as that constitution is still in place and is still the law of the land over against uh, a person or one party being the law of the land we're still going to be able to have i mean ha we're having church you know tonight and we're allowed to peacefully like uh, have freedom of speech and all of that thing and all of those amazing gifts that really is um, only in america you know um and we shouldn't lose sight of that even though we do see uh like the iq dropping um and we see the craziness obviously going on in our world and even in america and yet um because it was founded on biblical principles it remains still the most free country to live in that has ever existed and um people continue to flock to america to have a part in that freedom to get away from their totalitarian societies right you know which i think is another reason that america has stayed uh strong against the growing tide of this postmodernism, because uh when you have all different like cultures and walks of life in one place it's very hard for one um homogenous <laughs> right uh viewpoint to take control right um, which is, I think, just another advantage. <clears throat> another great thing. Right, exactly. Because the borders are open for people to come, you know, legally, right. to come from those right. kind of controlled areas. Like I had uh, done an estimate for uh, a Polish girl, and she is a proud American, you know? and she, But she knows what Poland is, you know? Not that Poland's bad now, but... But she understands the history. She understands where things can be, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and so it's it's just it's, it's great to have all of that influence coming in, you know. So, you know, uh, just do it, you know, just do it legally, please. Mm. <laughs> Talk to all our Bulgarian friends. Yeah, right. bringing that back. Yeah, um, but but it's but it's. Uh, yeah, it's such a, a cool thought to, you know, to be in this country and so grateful that the Constitution is is still the law of the land. Mm. And although, you know, you can look all through history where you can see people who have been wanting to manipulate the Constitution yeah. and it, it would it would only produce author, authoritarianism. Yeah with no, no um, absolute ethic, right. you know, exactly. as, as Francis Schaeffer would say, mm -hmm. you know, so, and if you have absolute power with no absolute ethic, then everything's arbitrary right. and it's just on the whim of the person right. who's in power. Yeah. And that's what we've seen all through the, yeah. the different regimes, you know, mm -hmm. Maoist and, mm -hmm. and um, you know, Marx and mm -hmm. Lenin and all that Hitler. But, 
what Francis Schaefer brought up this time too was it was it was interesting because he he was saying <clears throat> don't think that you're going to see a, an authoritarian regime like Hitler yeah. or Stalin come in but it's going to be a, a much more manipulative and uh, and an authoritarian kind of elite class of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there listening <laughs> to this gum going, you don't say, oh boy, you know, yeah. and it's right on the nose, yeah. you know, and, and because of our, because the certain, certain facets of our government or certain parties in our government have wanted to, to build this global kind of like mm -hmm. society rather than you know we can be global but at the same time like we have our sovereignty mm -hmm. and we have to keep you know what we have mm -hmm. they're not they're they're either not seeing the importance of what we have or there is an ulterior motive you know in taking right. control and handing it to a group of elites yeah. you know and uh and that's you know that's kind of a that's a real scary thing mm -hmm. because now the elites are going to determine arbitrarily what's good for everybody right. Right. and that will only infringe on your freedoms yeah it can't it can't do anything else yeah it can't produce freedom it can't help you do anything it, it's it is a terrible terrible place yeah. you know to trust to be us looking it's better at. for the whole <laughs> world and the whole environment if we just would stop eating those dang cows and start <laughs> right. eating more bugs right sure and it's like well but what if i want to what if i want to eat a cow you know sure. it's like, no trust us we know you yeah know. yeah democratism not democracy mm. uh, but <clears throat> we won't get into that because i don't really understand no you haven't heard That's it exactly <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> but it was uh this this was this and last week yeah. was were, were really my favorites yeah. you was, know yeah it was less about um the culture as like with the art and music and stuff as being a like thermometer on how the culture is doing it was a gauge of how the culture is and it was more uh him talking about all right what are we what are we supposed to do now you know because we see like we know it's true that god's ways are better sure um, but now we have these final choices uh to make individually and then also as a society you yeah know? Yeah. And as the church, I mean, this, this is a call to, to us uh, as the church to, to be what we're supposed to be. You know, mm -hmm. we talked about that too, but I don't want to jump into it too soon. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of the last thing we were going right, over. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think? Go ahead. Okay. Now I was going to say, what do you think about um, uh, when it's talking about man being able to be manipulated um, genetically or? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, or from the TV, like the media, right? And um, they showed like a simulation of a riot going on, right? Oh, yeah. And they showed it from two different points of view, right? And one was, even the narration was different. And you could see it both ways once they, you know, uh, changed it to the, the other way. One, one way was the pro the people rioting. You know, because they were peacefully protesting. Right, right. and the cops were now right. coming against them. them. Yeah, they right. were abusing their power and all that stuff. Yeah. Right, and then the other one was, you know, the opposite of that. And um, But it does show you how how we see things. Really, everything has is framed um, 
to get us to believe one way or the other, you know, yeah. we, and I mean, I've seen that in every, every form of media that I've seen because, because, and I do the editing, like for this podcast and stuff, like I could make you say whatever, whatever sure. I wanted you to, you know, yeah. um, whatever I wanted you to. So, I mean, that's just another like aspect of it, but I don't know. What do you have on that? And also, yeah. Once man is no longer seen as made in God's image. Oh yeah, sure. There's no reason not to tinker with him genetically. Right. You know, it's such or, a huge point. Right. And we were talking about that last last week with the um with really the three those three foundational things. Yeah. You know, one is that man is inherently valuable because he's created in God's mm-hmm. image. But man is also not just because he's valuable is not innately good inherently good yeah and so there is a those two things are super important but along with that having a a transcendent moral absolute Mm. is those three things are are like the foundations for a society that that can that can um at least be moral you know, because if you can see that there is a there is a need in the human in humanity, and you can see that there's value in humanity, mm-hmm. then you you avoid so many mm-hmm. things. And then when you go and say there's a law higher than me, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come from man, now you're in your your thinking. That's biblical worldview. Right. You know, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And so, and this idea, I mean, you see it. It's it's pernicious. It's it's prevalent throughout society, even in in the church. Where um, do you believe that man is right. is inherently good? And a lot of a lot of people will say, "Well, sure, it's just the the um, it's his surrounding or his upbringing or whatever that makes him bad," <clears throat> and uh, which is which is false. It's wrong. It's against what the scripture says. Yeah, and it's against observation. Right. Uh, and then also, you know, we have we have euthanasia or we have abortion, mm. and examples of of that are or even the just the the shootings, you know, in the um, you know in the the communities, you know, throughout the the inner city, you see it a lot, mm. you know, where there's just shootings, there's you know gang shootings or whatever they yeah. are. It's just there's no value right. in humanity, yeah. you know, so. So you miss those two things and it, it becomes lawless. And then on top of that, there is no foundation for any, any moral, yeah. you know, uh, authority. Everything is just how you feel. And it's, it's just so pernicious. It's pushed in society. Everything is how you feel. It's not, you know, look to something that's better right, than you. Right. Look to something that's greater than you. Yeah. Don't take personal response. You know, it's like, yeah. it's all warring against the things that would produce good fruit. Mm-hmm. And as the church, it's so important for us to see those things and to understand that that's at the, that core, that, that bottom, that foundation mm-hmm. of what, what destroys society and what destroys the church are the, those lies, you know? And, uh, and even with the, the moral authority, you know, you have plenty of people who are sitting in the, in the church, you know, who, who say, yeah, 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 God's word is, you know, God's word, but I disagree with this, you know, 
And it's like, well, when you see it now a lot with homosexuality or transgenderism, mm -hmm. and you see these churches with the, <clears throat> with all these social justice things yeah. and the, and the pride flag or the, the, whatever the flag is with all the different weird colors and shapes and stuff on it, you know, it's like, it's like you, there is no authority now, yeah. you know, now you miss the whole thing. Yeah. You know, so, and then everything becomes in the name of you know, love and tolerance, yeah. but um, <clears throat> totally disregarding the whole foundation for that yeah. from, from God's word. But it, but when he was talking about, he, you mentioned the video that was simulated yeah. mm -hmm. and you could, you, you know, you could see it from both sides. Yeah. But then as he said that uh, there is no collusion needed if the views of the elite and the newsmakers coincide. Mm -hmm. That is just so fascinating. And when you see, you know, the, the mainstream media, they're, they're so in line. They're really a, a, an arm of the Democratic Party. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not talking against them. There's never hard questions. It's never like, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing the bidding. They're all working together. So there is collusion there. You don't even need collusion, but there is. They don't need to even really discuss what they want to do because it's already like inherently they know sure. what to do already. Sure. And then, then he said that media doesn't have to be monolithic, but total control is not needed to achieve manipulation. Right. And that's, that's what we see in the culture today. You know, you, you, people are not willing to, to hear both sides. Yeah. You know, you look at what happened with January 6th and all of right. the, the stuff that went on. I think Lin <clears throat> Linda brought this up. Yeah. Where they show the video and go through all these hearings and all this stuff. Yeah. And then Tucker, Tucker Carlson brings up, right. shows a video of something that they didn't show. Right. And it, it showed a completely yeah. different story. And you're going... You know, it, because people are not willing to hear both sides. Yeah. And one of the issues with that is, is, uh, and he didn't talk about this, but it, but it falls right in line with it, is that you, with the manipulation by the media, if you can turn one group, the, the enemy, not to, to not just be an idea, ideal, um, ideologically oppositional mm. but make them now morally wrong mm -hmm. right. now they become evil right so now anything that's in opposition to what you say it's not just we disagree now it's i'm i'm taking the moral high ground i'm, moral I'm yeah. speaking the truth this person is evil yeah you know and you see that you see that in the media how they're trying to portray uh, Trump voters or whatever. Yeah. And it's like everything is, it's, it's really, it's really tough. And I think it also comes with, we're, we're supposed to have in our system, the uh, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. But with this whole cancel culture thing, <clears throat> yeah, which is still like going on. Anytime an accusation is made, that person's already canceled. Like they're, they're done already <clears throat> without even having any proof of anything that happened. And you can see like in the January 6th videos, it's like uh, we're coming to conclusions with stuff before we know anything about. All yeah. we know is what the media is saying. And like we saw there, like the media could be saying a com the completely false narrative. 
but we make snap judgments and we should not be doing that. Yeah, I think it was interesting when you were talking about the fallenness of man, which we, we hold to, but the um, secular worldview says that mankind is inherently good. You know, Lucy brought up at her school, they're doing like training to try to find the good that's inside of you, right? Yeah. Like dig down deep because somewhere there's like this, you know, nugget of truth or whatever. Your true inner self. But that's the, that's the exact opposite <clears throat> of what scripture exactly. says. And that actually cuts at the knees of why we need a savior, you know, if we're good, right? Inherently. Um, but also it's so opposite as to the um how this actually plays out the opposite of how they want it to play out because in the christian worldview when you say mankind is you know inherently sinful the heart is desperately wicked right um instantly that kind of gives us like as if we would have less value because of that but that's not the point of right. why we, we say that humans are <clears throat> not uh, inherently sinful. The point is to drive us to the cross, mm -hmm. to the need for a savior. <clears throat> and it does the exact opposite of what the uh, secular world is saying when they say that mankind is inherently good. So you would think that that would build people up and be like, see, you're, you're good. You just got to unlock your right. And then this will give positive um, results. But actually it does the exact opposite yeah. because you have these systems that are would be designed say for um like a socialist utopia which would i believe it would work out really well if humans were inherently good right because people would be caring for each other right. they would be wanting to help one another but the reason that these societies never work communism the same thing is because of the reality that mankind is not inherently good at all exactly yeah so it's the complete opposite result of what it's in, they're intending it to be. And then the value of man, which is the second point that you listed, is ex again the exact opposite. Because the secular world, because of atheistic ideas and evolutionary ideas, they don't believe that there's any inherent value of man over an animal right. because they are just a, a more highly evolved animal. Um, the mannishness of man. Right, right. <clears throat> uh, which was a great point that Schaefer brought up. Yes, yeah, He talks about in Romans chapter 1, where it says that um, humans uh, know that there is a God. And that is part of what makes them made in the image of God. Because they can relate to God in a way that the animal kingdom can't, right? So we have that, but we also have, again, the fallenness of man. Where in the humanistic uh, society, the secular world, they have mankind as generally good, but no, with no value above that of an animal. So both of those things are completely shifted from the Christian worldview. And then the result, which would be the third point that you brought up of moral absolutes, you see why that then would not work. And so that's why you see moral subjectivism in the secular world, because humans are just a higher form of animals, so why should we treat them any different than we do when we put our dog down if they're sick? Well, it's interesting because uh, you know who Russell Brand is? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, Russell Brand has um, kind of that, that philosophy that get, and he's very opposed to any kind of authoritarian 
kind of rule at all. And and he's a he I, I think he's opposed to he would he would he would see Christianity as kind of like that authoritarian kind mm-hmm. of thing to control the people kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I would think. I don't wanna I don't wanna speak sure. for him, but but I believe that's what he would think. And but it's but it is interesting because he would he would want because people are inherently good his idea would be that like that atheist kind of idea that utopian if we could just cast off all of the that control now we could be free to be the good people that we are right right it is so so foolish because it's so not true right you know, we have, the, and we have this study is a great way to see in 2000 years how that is not absolutely, true. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's not because of the authority, authoritarian nature of, of, of the, the elite we'll say, mm-hmm. or the, or the emperor or whatever. It's because of the fallenness yeah. of man right. that leads to that. Right. It's not that they rose up right. and they were just evil people. Right. It was like, well, no, the people, they were, they were looking for something. They couldn't find it. Things wouldn't work because right. this guy's nasty and right. that guy stole from me. And, and, it's, and you're, you, everybody's doing the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And they know that they're not good. <laughs> right. You know, and then right. well, what are you going to get? You're going to get that. And uh, so, and you get people then crying out for, well, we need a king. We need to put some laws sure. in place and stuff. It's like, all right, so then what is going to be, what is right and what is wrong then? Exactly. And when you take away, you know. Yeah. So it, it's, and I like Russell Brand. I think he's, I think he's doing some pretty good work in that he's, he's calling people out okay. for inconsistencies, which is good yeah, on yeah. both sides. Yeah. And uh, so I appreciate that. But maybe his it's just, answer to the question. Maybe the answer is, yeah. The answer has been tried and has failed every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And so now he would be against, I would assume, Marxism and uh, and communism. But it really is kind of the same basis mm-hmm. for what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And, the, and atheists would believe that too because they can't have a moral absolute. Mm-hmm. And uh, he may be atheist, I don't know. But, but, but you have to have a moral absolute. Mm-hmm. You have to have something that's not arbitrary. Or else you will always get, mm-hmm. always get arbitrary absolutes right. from some sort of. Which are subject to change. Some sort of authoritarian, either society or a group or person, elites, whatever. Mm-hmm. You will always get it. You can't avoid it yeah. without moral absolutes. Yeah. Just can't do it. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and you saw it in the past couple of years, again that kind of break our chains attitude, like build back better. That's exactly right? it. That yeah. whole kind of thing. Yeah. And I get why people would say that because we don't, we, we don't want to be think like we're being ruled by somebody else. And if that is what Christianity was vying for and saying that, um, let's say, let's say the Pope in the middle ages, right. And saying like, okay, this is your, the power over all the people. And it's like, well, that can turn into an oppressive power. Oh, sure. Yeah. And we don't want, like, that's not what we're saying. That is, that would be good for society because it's, again, run by a human on earth. And it's a sinful human. So there's not going to be good things from that. But 
I think we do have to kind of put our foot down and be like, but Jesus is the best way of life. And the way that he leads is by sacrifice, is by self-sacrifice. And so it's not going to be an oppressive dictatorship, which I don't know if, if Russell Brand really understands that aspect of Christianity. And um, we actually had Pastor Steve join us for a couple oh, yeah, of minutes tonight, good, which yeah. is cool. Um, and, and Speaking he, of Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see their, both their haircuts, and I'm like, yeah. And no, you haven't heard it both ways. <laughs> Does Russell Brand have, like, long? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Pastor Steve, he's getting there, you know. <clears throat> Cancer's tried three times, but that hair just <laughs> keeps going back. <laughs> um, You'll never defeat that hair. No. Uh, but I think that might be something that um, all of these angry people who are like, we don't want authority to tell us what to do kind of thing. It's like, you actually, you do. Because <laughs> it's going to be, somebody is going, there There needs to be a rule over your life at least in some sense. Otherwise, you'll have chaos and wrong will be made right and right will be made wrong. And we see that over and over again. And you know that that would be true if there was, try raising a kid with no rules and see what happens, sure. right? So, um, <clears throat> but- You see plenty of that. Yeah. yeah. So the whole build back better thing, right? Well, it's like if if we really understand the authoritarian, authoritative, not authoritarian, which Pastor brought up, which is a big difference. Authoritarian speaks of somebody like dominating over, right, in a uh, kind of oppressive, tyrannical way. But authoritative mean, just means that it has authority over our life, like, um, and good laws have authority over our life too, um, and hopefully we would all agree. Something like murder would be wrong. That that is an authority, that law, right? It doesn't come from a person, right? Or it can't. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, the authoritative rule of Christ over society and over the church, obviously, um, is the best and only um, authoritative rule that will last and that will be good for society. And you don't want to break off from the chains of being a slave to Christ. Because when you're a slave to Christ, right. it is not an oppressive slavery. It is a freedom. Right. There's still boundaries, but you know that you're safe underneath the shadow of his wings. You know That's really the point, is you're going to be a slave to something. You're going to serve something or somebody whether it's yourself or whether it's something transcendent outside of yourself or whether it's a human ruler, right? But if when we're serving Christ, that will always be the best rule and, and because he rules by sacrifice. Right. Part of um, being a slave to Christ is, is taking up our cross and following him. Right. You know, so it's it's putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So we're representing Him, and and if we're rep representing Him and we're acting like we understood Him to act, and we follow the principles that He would that that He had presented, mm. that's part of being a slave to Christ. So in that slavery, there is absolute freedom. Because we're right. because and and there's there's an absolute example of what um, what a, a true Christian looks like, you know, and what society needs.
you know, so and, and you know, there's no law that could right. be against, right. you know, that that selfless kind of life, you know, that, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, yeah. you know, all the fruit of the spirit. There's no law mm -hmm. that prevent that could that that could be put up to say that that's wrong, mm -hmm. you know, in any circumstance, mm -hmm. you know, so it's like uh, so that's part of it. You yeah. Know? So people don't get that. Right. Because you know? I'm trying to make a, a differentiation between, well, Christianity is just another set of rules. Right. And um, just like uh, the Muslim uh, society or uh, whatever other totalitarian societies that there are. Well, even just religions, too, you know, yeah. it becomes yeah. just just like that. Yeah. You know, Mormonism and, and um, Jehovah's Witnesses. Right. Even Seventh-day Adventists, you know, have that kind of authoritarian kind of. Yeah. You know, well, you don't, don't, you, know, you can't eat that, you know, right. don't eat pork you right. know, kind of thing. And I think that goes into, and we'll have to do a, an episode on theonomy because I think it's a really <laughs> yeah, misunderstood to, to get into, term. Yeah. I don't know much. Because the word mean, means God, Theo, and nomi, which means the law. So God's law being the law of the land in the whole world. Like, would that be a good thing? And another aspect of that is, is that going to be a thing in the future? Right. right? Sure. But that's a whole nother. So, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a whole other conversation. Yeah. So you look at like the Old Testament uh, where God's law in Israel, it was like, well, if you do this and you're going to be stoned, right? Kind of a thing. Now that was in a very specific society where they're building up the, it was, everything was physical. Um, and it was, you know, David to the, on the throne and things like that. And now with Christ in the New Testament, uh, the principles are still the same. The God's law is still good. We know that in, in Romans, Paul says that the, the law is good. Um, but the consequences for it um, are eternal. And we talked about that in one of our previous episodes. It's not that they're lessened, oh, because we don't stone anybody now right. for sinning. Like, well, now uh, it's better for you if you sin, like cut off your hand, like because like grasp the seriousness of your eternal soul. Because it's better if you cut off your hand than to go into an eternity uh, right. in hell. Right. So... Um, so it's actually like the bar was actually raised in the New Testament. But I, th I think people get that mixed up because they think, oh, the New Testament God is so loving. Oh, yeah. And the Old Testament God is wrathful. Yeah, like, well, actually, the Old Testament was just everything was played out in the physical. And in the New Testament, everything is more spiritual now. Uh, the circumcision of the sure. heart kind of a thing. Sure. Right? Um, but I got this verse up in First uh, Peter 2. Because look at this. This differentiation. That's a big word that I can't say right now. Differentiation, that's an easy word. The differentiation between, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop saying that word. The now you got to say it again. The difference between, I know. Every time you stop. No, you haven't heard it both ways. <laughs> okay. The difference between freedom, slavery. Can you be both at the same time? And in First Peter, 2.16, act as free people, do not, but do not use your freedom as a covering for evil. Because freedom does not mean, well, there's no evil then. I can do what I want. Right, and do. Right. No, but you are free now to not do the evil. And that's what God does. Is he takes out that heart of stone, that heart mm -hmm. of sin, the deadness in sin, because that's where we naturally are. And instead he puts in the heart of flesh. And at the end of the verse, it says, but use it as bond servants or slaves. Sometimes they use bond servants because slaves has a bad connotation right. in today's but, world. But, but the real word is slaves. The I real believe. word is slaves, yeah. Mm -hmm. As bond servants of God, slaves of God. 
and we should get out of our head. Um, let me get this century right. Nineteenth century slavery in America. Right. That's not That's that not kind of slavery that it's right. talking about. Um, it's talking about who do you serve? <clears throat> and we serve Christ as our King. And um, in that slavery, there is absolute freedom. Um, and so I think that is the difference between God's law as the rule, because we, God's law is good. And if that was the rule of society, I think it'd be much better than oh, yeah. the world's law. Oh, sure. Um, and the consequences for breaking that law, like we'd have to talk about what, what should those be and things like that. But I think the constitution gets as close as you can get. Yeah, honestly. that's what I think too. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, so that that's really good. Um, <clears throat> well, this is an interesting point that he brings up in uh, uh, like the portion four here: authoritarianism in government. Illustration: in the United States. <clears throat> and A on the worksheet, which will be up, should sure. be under the mm -hmm. the uh, video, where it says the dilemma of pe people who speak out for civil liberties but are also committed to the government, the government's having a responsibility to solve every problem. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's very much uh, an issue in our, in our country today is that people will, will speak up for, you know, we, we want this freedom. We yeah. want all this stuff, but they want free healthcare. Right. They want, <laughs> they want the free government college. to, to step in and fix every problem that they have. Mm -hmm. And it's like they have well, the wrong idea of freedom. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's just a terrible. Well, it's and it, and it, but it feeds back to the the last weeks where it was. Or it wasn't last weeks. It's last weeks. Age, affluence. Affluence. Yeah. And it uh, was last personal weeks. peace. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that idea of personal peace and affluence, where Francis that Schaeffer that is my favorite one. Yeah, it was really good. Um, we'll where, do a podcast on that soon. Yes, hopefully soon, and. Uh, but, but that idea of their, the personal peace isn't like, um, I'm, you know, uh, I'm comfortable and peaceful. It's personal peace really means, you know, this is my world. Right. Don't mess right. with it. Yeah. As long as you don't mess with this, I don't care what you do everywhere right. else. Right. And, uh, and, that and that is our world today. <laughs> that is like, totally our world. Yeah. And affluence, and, things, things, and more things. And right? things are, yeah, exactly. And, and so our... And, and we are an incredibly affluent society mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's those two things are a real issue mm -hmm. for us because with that, with that attitude <clears throat> of like, don't touch my stuff. And as long as you don't touch, you know, um, you know, my space and my things, then you can do anything. And we saw that during COVID, we saw yeah. that where it's, we're just going to take your freedoms away, but no, no, it's for your safety. Right, right. It's, you know, we're going to protect your personal peace. And, uh, now they touched the affluence a little bit, but not, not really yeah. a, a lot, you know, actually a lot of people were still, you know, working, they were actually making more money because they're sitting home. They're not, yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, not yeah. even driving anywhere, yeah. you know? And so, so it's really, and plus the government was giving them money, you know, people right. made a ton of money from the government it's causing all our or at least at least was the proximate cause for the whole the inflation, inflation yeah. stuff so but but it's but 
even the illusion that they will continue to have their personal peace and affluence, mm -hmm. even if it's an illusion, right. it's still they will them. still, yeah. they will allow freedoms to be taken away. Mm -hmm. And we have to be so careful with that. And that's for, that's out there in the world, but that's in the church too. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I don't want to beat on the church, but, but we, we live in this world and we're, we're not, um, you know, we're, we're not like immune to the influence of yeah. the world. So we have to be careful and we have to see these trends that are going on in the world and catch ourselves mm -hmm. and be like, okay, that's something that is going to really destroy the foundation of, mm -hmm. of what we have, you know, in this country. So we need to take a step back and, and stand against yeah. that as the church, I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But what it is is we have the affluence of we have so many things. Yeah. I mean, in this country, like it is crazy how many things that we have compared to, especially if you go back in time to where we didn't have internet and, you know, things like that. I remember that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like because of that, which is a good thing that we have all of this stuff. It's good that we have the internet and, and stuff like that. But with that comes a set of challenges and problems that if we don't watch out, like watch ourselves, we can take it too far to the next step. And I'll give you a perfect example would be church online, where it's like, well, we have the opportunity to do church online. And so if that means that maybe we can not get somebody sick, right, then might as well do that, right? Well, and then in the meantime, there's people who still haven't been back to church because they're still online because it's like, well, why wouldn't I just do that? I can sleep in, go in my pajamas and have church online, you know? And it's the same thing. And why not? I mean, we have the opportunity in America to do that, you know? And it's like, sometimes I think we need to get those things taken away yeah. and be like, all right, try to live a Christian life without other believers, without the body. And, but no, if you're following scripture and you want the best Christian life possible, possible, I'm going to edit that out. And you want to bet my little possible and you want the best christian life possible you will be meeting with other believers which is why i would say that the early church under persecution might have been the strongest church mm -hmm. uh, in terms of what they valued because it was not uh safe <laughs> because they had to fight to meet together and they had to do it in secret or whatever it was that it wasn't this you know, 21st century America, where we can just do it online. So the things are good. And also the things that we have are by and large because America follows the biblical principles, which leads to good things. You look at the book of Proverbs. If you do this and you prepare for your crops well, you're going to have a good harvest, right? <clears throat> These are principles that lead to success. Sure. America, by and large, followed those principles and still are really reaping the benefits of that. Um, but we can take it too far because of our sinful nature and pride where these good things are now, as Paul says, we're free people, but we're using them as a covering for evil. And now we're not meeting together as the church sure. or in the world where we say, you know, get away from, from my stuff. And we forget to be helping others that need it because um, we're afraid of what they'll do to us. Right, it can create that kind of like I just want me, myself, and I. Um, where Christianity is is a giving religion. Oh, you know, it's all about yep. um, caring for for those you know less fortunate than us, really, too. So, um, 
Yeah, just to be careful that while we're glad to have our freedoms, not to use as a cover-up to do evil, but instead use that to be good uh, servants of Christ. Right. Well, I think it's so interesting, too, when you, when you put it the way that you put it, it made me think of the scripture that says, do not love the world. You know, right. neither the things that are in the world. Right. Um, if you love the world, then the love of the father is not in you. And it's like, why, like, and we should be asking why questions, you know, why, why, like, what's the deal with like the things of the world? And this is such a great example of that, you know, like, well, we have these things in the world, but if it's preventing you from doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is gathering together Mm. to meet to grow in Christ, bear one another's burdens. Yeah. Then, that is something that, that needs to be. That is one of those things of the world. Yeah. That should be out. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's just so or put in its proper sure, place. But, yeah, perspective. That's good. So I was talking to my wife about Missouri, right? Right. And it's just you know just a romantic idea of going and just living. You know, right. get in a place, build a house. Living off the land. I live off the land. You know, it's a, it's a, it's definitely something that I'm drawn to. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, I know there'd be rough time and all that stuff. But then I was just sitting there going, I'm thinking to myself about it. And I'm like, okay, just living. But living isn't living without ministry. Right. It, you know, like, and as Christians, we're all called to that. Right. How, you are, you, how are you helping? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so More like just scraping out a living, kind of. So, thing. so it made me think, you know, you know that every everybody's in different places in their lives in their Christian walk, and you know, struggling with different things and all that stuff. But, but if if the, uh, I would encourage people to not be content with just coming to church, sitting, or especially staying home and watching right. it online, but coming to church and just being being there, hearing a message, saying hi to some friends, and that's your that's your whole Christian walk, mm-hmm. you know, and doing your thing on, you know, you know, being a good example and all this stuff. That's great. But but there's so much that mm-hmm. like, like, could you live without ministry, you know, without serving the Lord somewhere? Like, I just don't I don't I can't see. It. <laughs> well, how can you let your light shine before men? Yeah, right. I just can't see it. If you're so not shining your light before anybody. Sure. And you brought up this great point in this great passage in Ephesians four, where it talks about what the goal oh, is of the church. Oh, that we're not, you know, lone ranger Christians where yeah. we're just like, it's me and God, you know, kind of a thing. Right. It's like Which no, is we, prevalent, I think, yeah, in the church. Yeah. But no, we are the body of Christ and we can't bear one another's burdens if you're not with sure. other of your believers, you know. Uh, so the passage in uh, Ephesians four Starting in verse 11. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. That's the church, right? To equip his people. That's the church. For works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. And so we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God. And become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's really, oh, man, that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, we. It's not I. Right. You know. Uh, then... We will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves blown here and there by every wind of teaching, by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming, which we see a lot of today. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect 
the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what it's... It's so cool that like we... When it says that we are the body of Christ and he is the head, it's like we are a part of that body. Mm -hmm. It's not like Christ is a completely different entity, right. you know, above the the um, above the body, but we are different ligaments with him as the head of the mm -hmm. same body. It's so yeah, cool. So cool. So but yeah, you can't do that on your own, you know. That's exactly it. So don't move. No, yeah. no, I'm not planning. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm just I don't want to do the podcast by myself. Well, what would I do? There's nobody around. So I'm like, I can't. There, I just couldn't. Maybe for like a, a week or two weeks. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. Which we're gonna do. Oh, I gotta talk to you about Ooh. that. Oh um, no! No, no, it's I'm good. Scared. No, that's good. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah. So I meant this as like a theoretical. Like maybe sometime we should get together, kind of a thing. <laughs> um, no, you haven't heard it both ways. There you go. Well, let's, this works in so many contexts. Let's see. Oh man. Um, so essentially, uh, I think we could probably end it with this. Yeah. I imagine um, that uh, we have um, a reminder about presuppositions. Yep. And we have two choices, really. Um, well, I'll go to the suppositions first. One, people act out their thoughts, whether they know it or not. Interesting. Which is very good. Yeah. People don't realize that. No. Um, and number two, all depends on the worldview one accepts mm -hmm. and lives upon, you know? Yep. And that's, uh, you know, that's why we do the counterculture to get our, uh, to ask the questions, to have the conversations mm -hmm. that, that help us establish as good a biblical worldview as we can possibly have. Right. Like there's, you know, it's just, it has to be our goal. We won't be as the church. blown to and fro. You know, exactly. if we have that foundation yeah. individually, and then hopefully that does branch off into society as a whole. Another good reason for the we, you know, right. in church. Yeah. You know, it's because it's, you can't do those kind of things if you're sitting home watching it on TV yeah. or on the computer or the phone or whatever. But by all means, do that, but don't do it Sunday morning. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you can make it out. I mean, I get it. Sometimes stuff doesn't work out. It's not, you know, we're not, we're not talking about that we're talking about that being apathetic towards right. the what is your motive the, the true nature of what the body of christ is about yeah. and what your christianity is about and so and we have so freedom to meet important. together in this country so like let's use it yeah to meet together yeah and not use our freedom as just a, an excuse to be lazy it's either it he was talking about christ uh christ and christianity mm. and he was saying really? that yeah you know either about this? a little bit okay either it's that that can give us a hope for the future. But if it isn't that, there's only one other thing, and that is an imposed order. Right. And it, that's arbitrary yeah. based on the either the elite or the, the, the tyrannical right. ruler. Tyranny, yeah. And so that those are the two choices yeah. for, for people. Look back at this series. Look back <laughs> at what, what Schaefer's talking oh, about. Yeah. In every stage of society, that he brings up from 2000 years to now. That's what you see. Yeah. Yeah. So Christ or chaos. So that's it. Christ or chaos. Let's, uh, let's get our selves, you know, lining up with the Lord's, the Lord's 
will and his yeah. word. Yeah. And um and not and not not uh shrinking back from from the things that are going on either, mm -hmm. but standing up and saying, No, this is truth. This is why it works. It's God's word, it's God's truth. Um, you're free to not follow it, but you but know, this is what, what this works. Is, this is yeah. what works. Yeah. You know? And so uh So what do you think? Maybe we should end this with the word of prayer and the ten part series, kind of cap it off. Sure. Right. Yeah, man. <clears throat> you know, yeah. kind of give it a closing. That's good. I'm going to pray for some, uh, for you folks out there too, who, you know, who, um, comment on yeah. our, our pages and, and, uh, people that we, we yeah, you're part just of, know you're are part watching, of the church too. you know, and so, Even if uh, we don't see you in person, you know, but yeah. if you're one of Christ's people, then you are part of the church just yeah. with us, you know, yeah. it's not like we're freedom church. And if you don't go to freedom church, you know, we're one oh, body. That's not how it is. That's not, I'm not, I don't think so. I mean, oh. You interpret it in your way. I'll interpret it in God's way. <laughs> right. I'll do it in his. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's do that, yeah, let's man. Do That's it. great. Why don't I start and you can sure. close it up. Well, Heavenly Father, I would thank you so much for this time, God, uh, that we could get together and that we could um, that we could learn about uh, about biblical worldview, God. We know that your ways are the best ways, Lord mm -hmm. God. Um, we know that when we follow your ways in all of our ways, when we acknowledge you, you will make our paths straight, mm -hmm. Lord God. That's true individually, and that is true in the society as well. Uh, God, we know in America, Lord, uh, we need you, Lord God. Uh, we need your ways to be the thing that everybody here is following, Lord God. And we know that we, we don't see that uh, everywhere right now, God. And so uh, we pray that you would use us as your hands and your feet, as your body, to go, uh, to be able to in love and um, in humility, God, to start uh, wherever we can, bringing your truth, bringing your ways mm -hmm. to the people around us, Lord God, and that we would see a change uh, in this society towards you, Lord God, and towards your perfect will and your perfect ways, Lord God. Mm -hmm. uh, I do thank you for uh, Francis Schaefer for this whole mm -hmm. study, Lord God. I pray for everybody that was able to watch uh, our, our podcast on it and also uh, the videos that Francis brought out, Lord God. Uh, I pray that you would bless them, God. I pray that you would renew their minds, Lord, uh, by these truths, mm -hmm. Lord, uh, that they would uh, have a knowledge and an understanding of what they need to do uh, in their families, in their personal lives, in their jobs, um, at school, whatever it is, Lord mm -hmm. God, uh, that they would be able to implement uh, your worldview, Lord God, and your truth mm -hmm. to everything that they do, Lord God. Uh, yes. And I pray for anybody uh, out there who is hurting God, who is in a, a position, Lord, where maybe they don't feel like they're where they need to be, mm -hmm. um, God. And I just pray that you would meet them uh, where they are, Lord. You would um, bring your life and your freedom, God. Um, thank you so much that we don't have to look forward to something that hopefully we get in the future, God. But right now, we have your spirit mm -hmm. living inside of us, <clears throat> teaching us, directing thank us. You, Lord encouraging us, ministering to us, Lord God. What an amazing blessing that that mm -hmm. is. Uh, and I pray that we would um, pray to you, Lord God, that we would seek you, mm -hmm. uh, worship you, mm -hmm. spend uh, personal time with you, Lord God, uh, and grow uh, in your ways, Lord God. You yes. say to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you that we get the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, continue to bless Freedom Church and this ministry, Lord mm -hmm. God, and Pastor Steve, and uh, all of the, the leaders, Lord God, mm -hmm. um, with more of the truth from your word, Lord God, uh, with 
uh, with health, God, so that they can continue this ministry uh, with anything financial that they need, Lord God, mm. uh, and for their families too, Lord God. Keep them safe from any of the enemy's attacks, mm. Lord yes, God. Lord. Uh, we trust in you. We love you. Mm -hmm. And um, we call on you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, you Lord. Lord. Jesus' name. Mm. And Father, I'm so grateful for just uh, you, you calling us your children, calling us into your kingdom, mm -hmm. and uh, giving us a part to play in your body, mm -hmm. Lord. And I, I pray that you would, you would really quicken the, uh, quicken the hearts of your people throughout mm -hmm. the world, Lord God. That the church yes, would, would, um, would have their eyes opened, mm -hmm. and would be able to. Uh, to really dig into to spending time with you, dig into your word, would be growing together, would be building each other up into this, uh, in, into this body mm -hmm. uh, that, that, like Ephesians says, and that uh, that there would be uh, there would be true revival, Lord. Mm -hmm. There would be real revival yes. and solid doctrine, mm -hmm. solid just and and the real. Uh, evidence of the fruit of your spirit and and that we would be the city set on a hill mm -hmm. that you that people would see your church mm -hmm. and they would glorify you lord yes. and uh father i pray for the folks who who watch this or listen to this and uh any needs that they might have whether physical or emotional or whatever it is mm -hmm. that they're struggling with lord i pray father in your grace that you would you would, um, you would give them what they need, mm -hmm. heal them, mm -hmm. um, encourage them, give them peace, uh, whatever it is, Lord God, yes. that you would, you would, uh, you would do those things. You're a, a, an excellent father mm -hmm. and, uh, we're so grateful for your mercy. So grateful mm -hmm. for the grace that you have given us. So grateful for an open door and for the that the, the communion that we can have mm -hmm. with you yes. through uh, through your Holy Spirit, and uh, it's just uh, for the intimacy, Lord, mm -hmm. and that we can grow and we can learn truth and we can we have everything that we need yes. for life and godliness, yep. and we're so grateful, Thank Lord. You, Lord. you are so good. So I just lift it all up to you, Father, yes. in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, so that's it. We made it. We made it. We finished up Francis Schaefer. We still have two more episodes to do in, in retrospect. Podcast, yes. yes. But but uh, good stuff. Yeah, man. So next up, next up, we're going to announce it. Yeah, sure. Why not? We're going to be looking at some of the the. I, I don't know if you would consider them prosperity preachers mm -hmm. or, or not, but Joel Osteen and and um, positive thinking. Maybe yeah, more. I guess it's kind of like a, yeah, the power of positive thinking kind of idea. And um, what's her name? Joyce Meyer. Oh, yeah, that's the one. I can never remember her name. Yeah. <laughs> but Joyce Meyer, with you know, so, and there's a lot of other preachers out there that you would definitely consider prosperity preachers, but yeah. we want to kind of touch on these, these couple and uh, do it an honest. And I don't really know. Not, yeah. Not just much by, about them, but yeah. Yeah. You hear things. Oh, yeah. The last thing you want to do is go <clears> off of hearsay. Right. You know. So, so we're, we're looking forward to, to doing a podcast yeah. on that and uh, doing counterculture on that. So yeah. that'd be really cool. And that was because uh, we got, we did get a recommendation. 
couple, right. couple months ago, I guess. That's right. On from, that, um, but from we K. welcome, we welcome, yeah, from K. We miss you, K. Yeah, um, all the way back in Bulgaria. But um, uh, <clears throat> but we welcome uh, any other topics that you'd like us to to discuss. Yeah. Uh, maybe something that you see in your church, maybe that's creeping in. That's not a good thing, you know. Um, or if you're just unsure about a topic and you'd like to get our dim-witted opinions yeah. about it. But uh, thankfully, um, we have a class that we can together, right? Right. We can uh, usually come to some good conclusions. Oh, so. yeah. Some great conversations. Yeah. Really growing, um, edifying one another, yeah. speaking the truth and in we love, welcome which that. is great. Yeah. We don't just want to just be talking. Right. You know. Right. I hate talking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, Easter's around the corner. So go to bornagainbaking.com and and buy some awesome Easter stuff. Put in some requests. She's pretty agreeable. You know, you need something special. You know, if you need a tort, <laughs> you can get one of those. That would be um, totally amazing. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's You're welcome. Fantastic. You're welcome. <laughs> and no, you haven't heard of me. And, uh, and also go to the um, friendsoftodayschoice.org and support mm. that ministry. They're awesome. Um, subscribe to Freedom Church mm -hmm. NJ yep. um, and uh, listen to, to podcasts, listen to messages on the podcast platforms and, right. and apps. They're called sure. Apps, right? Yeah, apps yeah. are a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so and like our like what we if you like what we do, hit the thumbs up. I think that benefits us on YouTube. Uh, it seems to. I think it causes it to get pushed a yeah. little. So that would make sense. Yeah. Just keep hitting it. I, I, I don't know if like, you can. Like, unlike, like, unlike, like, unlike. <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. <laughs> All right, don't keep hitting it. Just, <laughs> just hit, just it, hit when, it once. When the thumbs up gets light, lit there up, you go. that means there you, you did go. like it. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> and, uh, but, and, uh, and then always remember, and I can't get around this mm -hmm. truth. That the Church of Christ, no, no. that <laughs> I right. did it again. I did it again. Yoda is back. Oh no, I can't think. Um, you got that. This. The uh, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against the Church of Christ. And no, you haven't heard it both ways. That's right. Although you have, but... <laughs> you have heard it both ways. But in the Bible, there's but only it's one only way. one way. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Be blessed, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Amen.